Welcome to the Random Tea Gotham Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Shania. And today we're talking about Season 4, Episode 7, A Day in the Narrows. Just a day. Sounds so nice. A day in the narrows. Yeah. You know what's great is when you stand in a really poor neighborhood and you shout about how shitty and poor it is. Harvey is not known for great life choices. No. Harvey is not what I would call a subtle man. No. Yeah. No. So, this was not great. But it wasn't as not great as it could have been. It could have been a lot worse. It could have been worser. So much worser. (laughs) So much worser. Again, you've got to grade this on the Gotham scale. We've seen how bad it can get. I know. Just a touch of housekeeping. Uh, We have shared some sort of bug. Yeah. Um, I apologize for the whatever sounds of my voice. And this is the second podcast we're recording today. So please excuse any coughing, sneezing, sniffling, aching, head fever. So you can rest medicine. (laughs) Um, <laughs> going on here, um, yeah. But we didn't want to not uh, get this recorded for you guys. So. Yeah. <laughs> and there it is. As there's a call. and there it is. So um, yeah, let's just get that out of the way. So uh, you want to just get? We've got a lot of feedback. So okay, I'm just let's get it done. Yeah. Uh, so this was directed by John Baring, who this is his fifth Gotham epi- episode. Episode. Ep- um, ep- episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's how the kids are saying it. Um, and it was written by Peter Blake, who this is his first Gotham episode, but 27 episodes of House. <gasps> Thought relevant to your interest. Oh, well, mine too. But yeah. I miss House. I do too. Like a lot. Um, so we start out and Jim is uh, squatting in Harvey's office. Not Ooh. literally squatting, but since it's not his office and he's hanging out in there. Hence that. Uh, foreshadowing. Yeah. Reading, uh, reading an article about Pig, Professor Pig. Harvey comes in. Um, they did bandage his neck, which we were worried Throughout about. Throughout the episode, they yeah. did They did do that. So. Um, he sounds a little gruff. He does. Um, and Harvey does not want to talk about the whole being on Oswald's, uh, you know, paycheck. Or uh, payroll. Payroll, not paycheck. Um, and then this is... Jim is like, it stops. Um, this is when uh, just a bunch of delivery men come in. They've got boxes and the boxes are fucking bleeding it's fine and immediately i will say you said this they learned because they're all pulling out their weapons yep i was like i'm so proud it only took this long um but each of the boxes contains one of the creepy pig masks and um harper's like there are 44 boxes and there's 44 officers and it's like no no there's There's one officer that doesn't get a box 45 Jim Gordon. Dun, dun, dun. And I love it that the guy's like, I don't know who it is. I got it. He's like fumbling through his paperwork and Jim's like, Jim Gordon. And he's like, yeah. Jim knew what was up. <laughs> Jim knew. Yeah. Um, he ain't. Well, dumb. completely dumb. Uh, so Jim, or Jim, Jesus. Bruce is at this terrible, boring party at his house. The one room. Uh, in the one room. Alfred, come, I wanted to be like, that is Bruce's bedroom that you're defiling. I know, right? Alfred comes up, congratulates him, uh, and Bruce goes from about zero to a hundred in, in, in a second when a waiter bumps into him. Um, and Bruce got a lot of anger. And I'm like, of all the shit Bruce Wayne has been through, this is what makes him a bitch. Yeah. Killing Rachel Ghoul. Yeah. Who wanted to be killed in the first place. Yeah. Um, so Bruce is having some problems. Yeah. Bruce is having anger issues with a capital A. Um, so he walks off. Alfred goes after him and he's like, I know something's wrong. What can I do? And Bruce is like, basically, you're not my mom. 
Um, he wants him to get off his back and then he apologizes and he says he can't, he can't stop thinking about it. And he says he doesn't feel guilty. He's just fucking angry. And so Alfred's like, all right, well, you're going to have to get your shit together or you're going to go, you know, it's going to, it's going to drive you crazy. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't Bruce really angry at the beginning of the series when his parents were killed? Wasn't he just angry all the time? Yes. Okay. So yes. this is kind of a callback to a little bit of that. To that. Um, and so he, uh, Alfred doesn't want Bruce to get hurt or anybody else for that matter. Um, and, you know, Bruce walks out and this girl watches him and you're like, and or I immediately was like, mm-mm, mm-mm, I don't like you. The last girl. <laughs> Somebody knew. The last. The last girl that flirted with Bruce was Silver, and we didn't fucking like her. No. Who, we don't know what happened to her, but whatever. Um, she just fell off the face of the earth. Literally, she parachuted off. She did. Make, you know, literally. It's fine. Oh, God. <laughs> I was right. Yeah. Uh, so we go to the GCPD, and apparently the delivery men were being held, and Jim releases them, and they're like, we're just doing our job. And he's like, they were bleeding. Maybe don't right? just, Maybe. you know, you dumb shit. Smell? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Harvey calls Jim up upstairs. Was he had a cold? Yeah. Whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't smell nothing. Um, and so Oswald's there. And Oswald has brought in this ridiculous fucking man, the headhunter. And he's like, uh, this is his new security consultant. Victor recommended him. Victor's out of town visiting his booby. His booby? It was adorable. Um, so we at but least got a reference. A one sentence was all we needed to know why Victor was not in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. And from a plot standpoint, we know why later. We know why later. Um, and so Jim's like, um, I don't want your fucking help. And I wanted to be like, buddy, like two episodes ago, you were at Penguins going, I need your help. Yeah. Jim needs to. I wish somebody would call him on this because Jim's so fucking hot and cold. He's she- like, I hate Oswald and I don't want any of your help until I want your help. But I don't want your help. See, every girlfriend Jim has ever had. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's just terrible. He's got commitment issues. Oh, my gosh. And so um, Oswald's like, um, no, Professor Pig's a threat to all of us. And so I'm going to be involved. And um, he tells uh, Jim that, you know, your captain says otherwise that I'm, I'm going to help. And so, of course, Penguin and Headhunter leave. To allow the lover spat to happen. Yes. Um, Jim asks Harvey if it's just about the money. And Harvey's like, no, we legitimately need help. And he's like, no, we don't need gangsters to keep us safe. And um, which, again, I get Harvey's point and I get Jim's point. But this is a mess that has already started. Yep. And again, it's not all Harvey. The mayor, the judges, everybody is telling him that this is how police work works now. So, like... It's not all on Harvey. It's not all on Harvey. Um, And so this is when Harper comes in and she's like, um, three cops went missing in the Narrows. I'm glad to see Harper's still around. While I miss Alvarez and I wish he was still around, maybe it's some contracting issue. I I don't know why he's not, sir, not appearing in this film. Um, But I'm glad to see her still around. I wish she had a bigger part. She's, She's the new Alvarez. Yeah. Alvarez never had a huge part. She's a new random background cop. Yeah, there to say stuff, but I I like her transition cop. Yeah, the tra- the transition. I miss cop. him. Yeah, and so we go to um we go to Barb's place with the guns, and she is packing up. Uh, she tells uh, Selena and Tabby that uh, Rachel Ghoul was back bankrolling them, and he's gone, so she's done. And um 
Selena's like, no, we could do this. We could, we could make a go of this. And Barb's like, oh, no. And she walks off. And she, um, she leaves. Oh, also don't make Bellini out of a can. Yeah. Cause I was, you know, focused on what is she making? Um, and it was Bellini. Um, and so Selena tells Tabitha that she's like, listen, there's this, there's this biker king, the street demons. I know where they keep their stash. We could hit them. It'd be great because Selena's whole thing is if we supply the criminals, we get intel and we can, they can get in on their own bus. Right. Right. And so, um, Tabby's like, we're not going to steal from one of the craziest biker gangs in Gotham. We're just not going to do it. And she refuses, and Selena's pissed off and runs, not runs away, but walks, walks off. off. Or does the Selena equivalent of yeah. walking off. Yeah. Selena does this a lot. Yeah, she a does. A lot, a lot. Um, so this is when we go to uh, the Narrows, and um, they found this missing car. And the police show up, and so do an army of Penguins men. And it's a missing police car with a bunch of blood in the seat. That's always good. And so this is when Harvey has his very ill-advised public speech about how shitty the Narrows <sighs> is and how poor everybody is. Um, and a lot of people are watching them out the windows. Harper calls it airmail. Yeah, because somebody throws an air conditioner at them, which I'm TV. sorry. It was is a, a TV. It's a TV. I'm sorry. If somebody's as fucking poor as you say they are, they're not going to throw one of their luxury goods at the cops. No. I think that was dumb. No. Um, and so this is when uh, people start throwing stuff at them. And the head hunter does this. He shoots pieces apart and he's just so fucking extra. Oh, he is so over the top extra. Yeah. Yeah. And he really like, I'm not sure if he's just fucking taunting with Jim or if he genuinely wants to be like, hey, we're friends now, right? Because he keeps being like, ah, 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 I can help, right? And Jim's just like, no. He's so extra. Oh, my God. With the fucking, like, uh, bleached white mohawk. It's really weird. Um, So this is when... <sighs> this is terrible. So Oswald's men start just beating people up. Oh, God. In this building. And... Headhunter um, is canon. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Batman 487 in 1992. Cheers to them making it a man of color. Because he's he's a white dude. He's a white dude. He's so, like, he's so comic booky. It fits. Because I just, I'm kind of glad we got the end with him that we did in this episode. Because I couldn't have taken much more of him. Um, But yeah. Uh, so everybody's just beating shit up until Jim stops him. And he stops police officers as well. And... The police officers are basically kind of of the mindset of it's them or us. Uh-huh. And and I don't like it. I really don't like this behavior. Um and no. and Harvey's like, "Oh, it's it's it'll it'll be okay as long as we get Professor Pig." Um it's it's basically the ends justify the means. And my whole thing was you don't know that any of them saw anything. No. So, like, it's just not fucking actionable at that point. Um, so we go to Wayne Manor, and this girl, who I immediately don't like. No, like you. Um, Grace Blomhall, um, comes in, and she's like, hey, I know you're from school. Uh, you're homeschooled now, right? And he's like, yeah. Yeah. You're a girl, and you're not <laughs> Selena. What is up? And so she's like, are you as bored as I am? And he's like, Yeah. 
And uh, she's like, oh, let's go somewhere. And I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm, this is only going to end badly. Um, and so he agrees. So, we go to Jim. I don't believe she is canon. I can't find her anywhere. Yeah, I couldn't find her either. Okay, cool. Um, when she was announced, I looked. Okay. Um, so we go to Jim, and he saw this woman when they were downstairs, duck inside the building, and for some reason he's decided she's worth talking to specifically. There were a fucking ton of people that yeah. were looking, but whatever. So in the whole time we're watching this scene, we're expecting Jim to knock on Lee's door. Yes. Every door they knocked on, we're everywhere like, they mm, went. We're like girding ourselves. Like, no, no, but she was never in it. We really Thank were God. expecting it. I was so afraid. And so she lets, uh, this, this woman Patsy lets him in because he's kind of like, low-key is like, oh, it's okay. Like, he signals to her, like, I'm not fucking crazy. I don't know. Whatever. Oh, and I think I've got the impression that he's like, okay, it's crazy out here. Could Let's, you please let me in? Yeah. And so he's, I don't want to be out here. He starts talking to her and he realizes that like, um, you know, cops aren't, sometimes they were the ones extorting money and, you know, cause they were, they were dirty cops. Yeah. And he's like, um, nobody's going to know if you tell me something. And of course this is when fucking headhunter comes in. Um, and he grabs, uh, her husband who's like in a wheelchair on oxygen, yes. um, grabs him, drags him outside and they start threatening him if they don't get some information. And, um, again, I'm like, you don't know that they actually legitimately saw anything. Uh, so he drags the guy out and he's like, if you don't talk, I'll shoot him. And then we'll start going apartment to apartment until somebody tells us something. Um, and so Jim goes out, pulls the gun and it becomes this kind of standoff between cops and, uh, Oswald's folks. Yeah. And, um, this is when the woman finally is like, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. And she's like, listen, we saw, uh, we saw the guy. He took the, he took the cops in a hearse, but she didn't get the tag, but she didn't get the tag. And so Headhunter's like, thanks, Jim. And he's all like, well, and Jim's like, we don't need the tag. We just, which way did he go? Yeah. And she points him in the right direction. And, uh, Harvey again figures that, you know, it won't take too long to canvas. He was heading to an island. Um, he named it, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah. It was some island. And so it, it, and it's just an abandoned. Is it on the docks? Yeah. It's just like an, the whole island's abandoned. So it'll be pretty easy to, um, you know, to, to canvas it. And so this is when we see Harvey chugging on, I don't know what it was. He looked real sweaty. So I, w- I wasn't sure if it was nitroglycerin or something like, I don't know. Harvey's not well. Um, I was thinking maybe pain meds could be, we don't know, but Harvey is just the throat. He's not well. No. Um, and he tells Jim that he's like, nobody got really that hurt and it's okay. It's fine. It's fine. And so, um, we see, again, it's kind of a race against Penguin's people because you see the cops and you see Penguin's people. And again, in a lot of cases, the cops aren't much better. Um, so they're searching and they find two of the officers. One's dead and the other is barely alive. He's just, he's got a knife in the chest. Um, and it's this, fine. It's this, it, it'll heal in a day or two. Yeah. It's this guy Fazoli and he's the one that's left alive. And there's no, there's no sign of this third cop Patel that they're looking for. And so, um, we're like, duh, duh, duh. And so we go to Oswald, who, uh, okay. I had, Why? I had, a, I had a tremendous problem Why? with this scene. Why? Because while I understand that Oswald plus kids is inherently uncomfortable and kind of fun, 
Why in the hell would he be doing business at this orphanage? Why is he there? Because clearly Sophia is like doing stuff. She's barely paying attention to him. And I'm like, why are you holding court at the fucking orphanage? Plot. I just, I didn't like it at all. Um, So Oswald is watching the news report and um, he calls Sophia over. Uh, He's like, oh, look, look, that's my guy. That's my guy right there. And um, he has some uncomfortable interactions with some of the kids. Clearly, Oswald does not know what to do with tiny humans. Me and children. Um, and so uh, he asks Sophia what she thinks. And finally, she's like, I, I love the cover your ears. <laughs> that was so cute. That was adorable. Um, and she's like, even though, you know, the child could still hear everything. I feel like that this scene existed for stuff like that, but it still didn't excuse the overall yeah. It didn't need to existedness. Yeah. This um, could just as easily have been at at the lounge at the or whatever. Lounge or wherever it is. Um so uh she's like, Listen, my dad would never have done this. Um the whole point of you saying the G C P D is incompetent is that they are. Don't ally yourselves with them. Well Carmine did, but not openly. Yes. Not openly. He quietly. And yes. he allied himself in the same way Penguin has by paying most of them off. But he, but he didn't do it yeah, publicly. Exactly. Um, he didn't do anything publicly. That's one thing no. that public or that Penguin right. has just you been. You run the waste management system. Exactly. Or whatever, or whatever the story is. Yeah. Um, and so uh, she's like, they're going to fail. And when they fail, they're going to take you down with them. And he's like, oh, no, I'm going to do the opposite of what you say. And I'm going to get more involved publicly. And she looks at him and she's like, I love it. She was like, don't ask my opinion if you're not going to, I mean, if you don't want to hear it. And then he leaves. Yeah. So I, I get this is, this is kind of building, um, apparently my phone got switched to make wow. noises. Wow. That was, that was bing bong. That was from cabin pressure. Yes. Yes, it was. Um, so I, I just, uh, clearly this is, if you haven't already figured it out, Sophia's going to be right. And this is good, just going to give her more cred with. Oswald, but I'm like, I thought we got past the whole he doesn't trust her thing. He's just an ass. So I like, I don't know. I just, I really didn't like Penguin and Sophia's interaction in this episode. But you know, well, I mean, when have we ever? Yeah, but it just, it felt, I don't know. Like he felt almost like when they were having lunches before he realized that the orphanage was a thing. Yeah, I don't know. It felt like warmer to her. And yeah, then the orphanage and thing, and he got kind of warmer to her again. And now it's like he's being reset. Yeah. It's it's not consistent. It's real head jerky. Yeah. Um. So, but it's, but it's not, but Penguin's personality has always been that way. Yeah. He's very hot and cold, but that's, I don't know. It just, yeah. I'm just not, I'm just not enjoying it. So, there. Um. So we go to this biker uh, gang's garage and of course raise your hand if you suspected selena was going to do the dumb thing eh. um so she's sneaking in and she opens this trunk with apparently their stash is in a garbage bag yeah. in a trunk and of course it sets off a fucking alarm and so she runs and there's a guy i on, mean who didn't say that coming there was a guy on guard and uh he was under a car when it happened and he's like, I didn't see anything. And so this is when their leader's like, okay, well, you know, you fucked up. And he basically kills him with a motorcycle tire to the face. Okay, and we <sighs> talked about this. We were watching it. Uh, we talked about this. Yeah. Burn pits are 
common at biker rallies. It is a thing that they do. Not you, with people's faces, though. No, not with people's faces, no. Okay. No, no, no. Just like um, to clarify that. And you asked me why, and I was like, I don't know. Yeah. Because it's full of testosterone? And eh, something? It's... So it's burning, to, it's burning your, yeah. it's revving and doing the weird bur- burn rubber thing, right? Yeah. And if you had a new set of tires, it was respected that you didn't yeah. do it, but it was kind of a show of, yeah. Yeah. you know, yeah. but, um, machismo. But kind yeah. Of deal. It was, it was res- the new, new tires are respected. So, yeah. Um, so Selena sees it and is kind of horrified, but she's hiding in this warehouse because she doesn't want it to happen to me. Yeah. And at this point I was like. There are skylights everywhere in Gotham, as you've demonstrated from every other thing you've done. Get the fuck out of there. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, before we continue, I did want to remind people that they can send us feedback. Yes, they can. Um, they can email us at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. <coughs> Sorry. Or at Janya Coughs. <coughs> or on Twitter at randomtcasts. Or on Tumblr at randomtpodcast.tumblr.com. And Facebook, facebook.com slash randomtpodcasts. And uh, what uh, they can go to our website, randomtpodcast.com. If they don't want to remember any of that, scroll to the bottom and there's links to all our socials. Socials, yeah. And uh, they can find other stuff on our website, like what, Janya? Stranger Things. Stranger Things. It's, so much. It's Stranger been things. fun so yes. far. Stranger Things has been so exciting. Um, it's been a real hit with our listeners. Yeah, um, yeah. And if you are not binge watching it like the rest of the world, I don't know what you're doing with your life. Yeah. But um, also, how do you have that kind of control? I know. Uh, well, they may not have the time. True, 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 um, true. But we are recording the podcasts uh, one at a time, episode by episode. So uh, no spoilers on them. So feel free to listen to them safely. As you watch. Yeah, safely. So those are out there. Cool. Too, so. Um, Anything else before we continue? Uh, on? If you want to help support us, there's a yeah. link on our website that says throw money at us. And you can do just that. And we like the monies. We do. So, because uh, any oh, donation is appreciated. Yeah, we had uh, donations paid for us to go see Thor Ragnarok. Hell yeah. Today, uh, which was awesome. So we can do that podcast. Yep. That's that's really great. So it is. It's sweet. We appreciate it. Yeah. And again, if you're liking what you're listening to, uh, we would encourage you to give us a rating and a review on whatever your podcast platform of choice is. Mm-hmm. Um, and that give just stars. Tell yeah. us what you like about it. Um, that's we awesome would really too. appreciate tell your friends. it. Friends. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm telling you, when we threatened to cut off the Gotham podcast, we got a lot. Boy, we've our listenership for Gotham has just shot up. That so. really. Did some bad enforcement with our behavior. Didn't it though? <laughs> it was like, ooh, they responded to this. Uh-oh. Probably shouldn't have been that effective. Maybe not. Yeah. But okay, anyways. So. We're like the Falcone of a, a <laughs> podcast. Like, it would be a shame for something to happen to your podcast. Yeah. Knocks it over. So yeah, listenership has really shot up. So hi for new people. Yeah, exactly. Welcome. Welcome to the shit show. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about that later. All right. Anything else before we no, continue on? No, we need to move on. All right. So Jim is in the ambulance with this Fazoli cop that's, you know, dying because uh, he's got it. I will say at least they didn't pull the fucking knife out of his chest. I know, right? I was like, I was like, God, Jim, don't do the dumb thing. Don't. And so they're on their way to the hospital and um, Harvey is uh, giving it. A, he's giving him an update on the phone and they haven't found Pig or Patel. And, um, this guy, wake, the cop wakes up and Jim's like, oh, he, he fills him in on what happened. And he, the cop tells, uh, Jim that, you know, they, they were tortured and, um, 
you know, he sang nursery rhymes. It was really weird. And Fazoli's like, he doesn't know why Pig is doing it. And Jim is like, yeah, you know, a lot of people have reached their breaking point with the whole police corruption thing. And, um, he, uh, the guy admits that he was working for Penguin and he said it was little stuff at first and just kind of snowballed. And Jim's like, I, I did like this one part because Jim's like, I've done some really bad things too. And, um, he's like, but once we take Professor Pig down, um, I'm going to go after Oswald and all the dirty cops. And he, he asks Fazoli to help him. And this is when Fazoli's like, I, I don't know if it means anything, but he, he thinks he's planning something nearby. And there's, he, he gave him this, uh, this so phrase. Justice or like no a longer rhyme or, or yeah, justice no longer lives here or da 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 da. He gives him a, like a clue. He said that pig kept repeating it. Um, and just as, uh, you know, they, and the scene, Fazoli tells Jim that he's one of the good ones. And you're like, oh, that's nice. But I did like, I did like Jim, like, fucking admitting he's in a lot of ways just as crooked as the other ones. Yes. It's just, Jim has justified what he's done. Yes. Which, don't you think all the other dirty cops have justified what they've done? Probably. Um, so yeah, I, I did... At least, because, I mean, good God, he sounds, he seems so self-righteous for somebody that's literally committed murder, uh, worked with Carmine Falcone, worked with Penguin, is actively working with Sophia Falcone. Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, it's like, Jim, yeah, you ain't a saint either. So, I liked that at least. Um, so, we go to, uh, this is gross. So, we go to Bruce and his new friend, Grace, and... They go to this kid Brant's uh, apartment, his parents' apartment. They're just gone. Who is there but one fucking Tommy Elliot? And you and I were both like fucking bracing ourselves. That's not the same actor. Um, And immediately Bruce is on the defensive. And Tommy's really cool about it. Tommy's like, oh, yeah, last time I met this guy, he was punching the shit out of me. And he's like, yep, I I deserved it. And I liked it because... Whoever was with Tommy was like, yeah, he was really, he was a real ass back then. So I did like that. And Bruce kind of calms down a little bit. Um, except for when this Brant kid. Okay. Brant. I'm telling you. I mean, like, I feel bad that I kind of want a child to die. (laughs) But he's terrible. He's so bad. And so he, uh, Bruce doesn't want any alcohol. He doesn't want any drugs. And he wants to know what Bruce, uh, does for fun. And, um, you know, Bruce kind of tells him in a backward ass way. And, uh, they think he's joking. And he starts talking about Alfred. Oh. He's still buddling. And at first I was like, okay, this is a completely plausible response. Bruce beats the shit out of him, but it, it turns out it was only like wishful thinking. Um, and this is when Grace does interrupt and um, suggests that they go to the club where where Brant is. He's uh, has a hookup. Uh. These are these are children. Yeah. And I just this whole thing makes me supremely uncomfortable. Um, I don't like the bratty asshole kid. No. Um, I'm not adverse to spending more time with Tommy Elliot at this point because it's kind of like, oh, 
oh, well, he's not what we remember. No. I just don't know if it's fake or not. No, I... Is he genuinely like, yep, I was a little asshole? I don't know how to feel about this because I liked the other actor. Um, I don't like them constantly. They're recasting people left mm-hmm. and right, and it's really driving me up the wall. Yeah. Uh, you really lose your suspension of disbelief. You you get caught. You get pulled out of the story, and it's hard to follow. It's hard to accept. Yeah. Um, swallow whatever you want to call it. And he, there's it's such a three sixty with this character. Yeah. Even if they do touch on it and explain it, I I can't accept it. Yeah. It's and it, my walls are still up as far as he's concerned. It feels so weird because it's been like two seasons since we've had anything related to school. Or kids Bruce's own age, yeah. other than Selena. We were talking about just the other day. That it just at this school. point, it feels like it's too late to do something like this. Yeah, it feels like, and, and I guess they're going to show that it's kind of a regression, which I do get because um, he's going through some shit. But he is. I, I don't know. I just I was not a fan of this no. whole thing. Well, well, we'll talk about it more later because yeah, I have thoughts and feelings on it okay um so we go to jim who's decided that there is this abandoned courthouse in the narrows Mm -hmm. where justice no longer lives um and uh this is when that asshole headhunter arrives um and harvey let him know where jim was going that's great harvey's like damn it harvey appreciate that um and everybody fucking pulls up including oswald Mm. and he has brought news crews with him and at one point i'm just like oswald when are you going to realize that having reporters follow you 24-7 is probably not a good idea because they're going to catch all your bad shit, too? Um, so uh, he gets out and he grandly tells everyone that, like, he's going to take it and he's involved and da-da-da-da-da. Um, so we get a really quick flash of Selena. Um, she is, uh, she still has the money. She just can't get out. No, she's so stuck. She, so she calls Tabby and she's like, hey, I need help. And Tabitha's like, God damn it. She tells her to wait. Um, and she, uh, poor poor Tabitha. I know. She hangs up and she tells Barb that, like, okay, let's go get our kid. Um, and Barb's like, yeah, no, I'm not signing up for that. That's dumb. And Tabitha's like, you know, I thought you were a little, I thought you were different, but you're just as selfish as you always were. And Barb's like, yep. Um, because Barb is, uh, divvying up the money for them to go their separate ways. She's counting out the money. Um, money from what? I guess they made some sales in the two and a half seconds where they actually did business. I guess. They were not open that long that we saw Tabitha actually participating. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's happening here. I don't either. Um, so this one we got to Oswald and he's making this grand show, which again, it's Oswald. This is what he does. Um, to you know that it was his idea to offer his services and he is has increased his his role of consulting and um this is when harvey talks to jim and he's like listen i wasn't gonna let you go in alone there and let let oswald's people like take the bullets let them be the cannon right no kidding um and it makes a weird kind of sense um except for again it's exactly what jim doesn't want which is showing that Somebody else can do what the cops do. Which has been Jim's argument all along, and I get that, but the GCPD kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of sucks a lot. Well, I mean, if you keep, you know, mowing down everybody in the precinct every couple it's of It's a wonder months, there is anybody left. Right? How do, how do they recruit? What's their recruiting 
I mean, I think at this point their salaries have to be just astronomical. Yeah. Well, but if they're having to take money from Penguin, yeah, they can't be that great. Yeah. At that, see, that's the thing. Okay. Like, don't be a cop then. Just don't be a cop. Go work for Oswald straight up. Because a lot of license, like a lot of these cops, when um, when was it? When there was the actual shenanigans at Arkham that Uh were not licensed, Mm -hmm. so it wasn't going against this new system, Uh and the cops were like, "No, I don't want to." It's like, why are you even a cop? So yeah, it's that's when I get really frustrated. No sense. And I, I, Jim really, I think at the end of the day, oddly, Jim really gets it. Yeah, and I feel like even Harvey's motivations, he does want to be a cop, but like this, all these new debts and he is getting pressure from you know he is the commissioner and the mayor but like these well see harvey's a bureaucrat now yeah but these average cops that they see jim challenge occasionally in the bullpen you're just like why are you even here yeah i don't like i don't i noticed joe i noticed joe the cop was not here i know joe joe would have been better than this joe's joe's gone down south i feel hopefully joe's just not dead because we need joe the cop I miss him so much. So, yeah. Um, so, uh, this is when Jim gets a call from Pig on the on his cell phone. And he's like, hey, buddy. Um, he's like, I'm going to, I'm just, you know, whipping up a new Gotham. I'm going to, I'm going to get a new you. Um, and he's like, don't go in there. You're going to die. So, uh, we also find out he admits he was Fazoli. He was play acting. Um. You're one of the good ones. Um, and he, uh, Jim is like freaking out cause he's, it's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. Um, and so Jim tells Harper to call and find out what the hell happened to Fazoli. Um, so we go to, we go to the club where Brant has a hookup. I deplore that phrase. It's terrible. Um, and <laughs> he gets his ass shut down. The bouncer's like, no. <laughs> It's, I really it's love beautiful. It. I love it. And um, Bruce is like, <laughs> he's like, oh, he knows who you is, who you are. He just doesn't care. I was like, this is great. That that, that was a nice little bit of revenge. But um, yes. Brant calls Bruce a freak, and Bruce talks to the bouncer who lets him in, and he goes and talks to this other guy, shakes the guy's hand. It's like a ten second conversation, if even that. Um, Bruce comes back and he's like, come on, guys. Um, but not, not this. you. And he's like, oh my God, let me, t-, cause Brant's being a little piss baby. Yes, he is. And he's like, oh, let me, uh, let me speak to the owner. And Bruce is like, oh, you can, but I just bought it. So there's that. So how in the hell did he buy it in five seconds? I, I don't, if I know it's canon that Bruce just I buys know, shit. I know Bruce does it all the time, but yeah, as a minor. As a minor, yeah, a contractually binding, yeah, or did he already own the place? Or I, I think it was more of a like, I'm gonna buy it legitimately. The first chance I get, let you don't me think fr- he already owned it? I don't think so. I don't. I kind of. I. It wasn't can, clear. It wasn't clear. It to was me. not clear because I, he's because he he's like I need to speak to the owner and like the the bouncer doorman is like you're standing right next to him. Yeah. The look on Brand's face was probably It was great. Though, but whatever. Um, so, uh, this is when, uh, he, 
Bruce takes Brant's sunglasses and he goes in with them and I'm like, this is going to be terrible. Oh, it is. So it terrible. Is. It is. So, um, Jim learns that the guy that was impersonating Fazoli has just disappeared. Um, and he tells Harvey to please call the raid off. It's a trap. It's a trap. And, um, and so Oswald's like, uh, that sounds like bullshit. And so he's like, uh, you're also a dirty cop, which again, I was like, yeah, he is. Yep. Um, and so Harvey's like, listen, we've got a visual of pig in the building. Um, he's standing next to Patel. We can get him. Harvey just, again, Harvey's main MO is if I have to deal with the thing, at least let the thing be over quickly. Harvey just wants to go home. He does. He looks, he just wants to go home. So tired. Um, and, uh, this is when Oswald tells Harvey to start the operation. It's like, okay, well, Oswald's really the one in charge here. Let's be real. Yeah. And so Jim's like, I, I felt bad because I feel like this was a shitty way to pose it, but he looks straight at Harvey and he's like, I'll have to clean up whatever mess you make. And Harvey orders him to stand down and Oswald's men are now guarding him. Poor Harvey. And it's like, okay. God, just ugh. Honestly, you'd think that Oswald would engineer a way for Jim to be the first one in in case it is dangerous because Jim has outlived his usefulness as far as Oswald's concerned. I know. So. I know. It's terrible all around. It's just, ugh. So, uh, so we go to Tabitha who sends a flaming tire in to the garage. And of course all the guys are like, what? And she runs in, um, but she, she, does uh hook up with selena and of course they have to go back into hiding because the demons are coming like, back what is this and so she did not plan this very well no and and i feel like like they they showed that it's a really tall warehouse and there there is a skylight i saw one climb up to the I skylight like, fucking climb You're up cat woman i know like mm, i just it i know me. i know um and so this is when uh you know selena's like well we'll do it together except for this hey, one except you're never doing anything together Barbara comes in and, i love it because she's like did you order thai food and they're like no and she's like good because i don't have any shoots him in the face and um this feels more like stabby babs is yes. coming back and so selena is able to um because you've called brainwashing on her all along yeah yeah she seems to be more now that uh Rachel Ghoul has done whatever he did to her, which we still don't know what he did to her. Um, no, we don't. She seems to be more of herself. Um, and this is when Selena suddenly decides that she's going to fight now that there's two more people here. I guess. Uh, she gets her whip out. Um, Barb finishes the guy off. Um, and she grabs her cut of the money and starts to walk out. And Selena's like, what's going on? Are we over? And Barb's like, we have a shipment coming in and we got business to run. And you're like, oh, okay. And they all walk out, and it's cute. I and think hero walkie. It, yeah, they, you did get the, the I did Gotham get the- City Siren hero walk. <laughs> you did. You did. It was great. Um, I think Barb got sitting by herself. Yeah. And was like, now I'm lonely. Yeah. I don't but, have any friends to play with. But now I'm lonely. What do I do now? All right, fine. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like she's she needs to have a discussion with Tabby, like, I didn't agree to adopt anybody. I'm not fit to be a mother. She's really not. And she's so not. But yeah, uh, I do love the, uh, do you order Thai food? Good. Cause I don't have any <laughs> shot to the face. That was great. That was, a, that was great. That was great. Um, and so, uh, we go back to the, well, they're all shitty storylines. Let's be real here. Um, so we <laughs> go back to Jim's storyline and, uh, this is when we see the teams going into the, this courthouse 
and um, we see Professor Pig standing next to Patel. Harvey shoots who he thinks is Pig, and they discover it's Patel um, in a pig, in pig mask, clothing? standing next to a dummy. And so um, it's like, oh no! And this is immediately when two machine guns just open fire, and it's they're just strafing the room. Um, and there's, I will say they did seem to be able to get cover. Some of them, I mean, it kills a bunch of people, but it kills the man because Patel is able to just lie there the whole time though. Well, it's the way the gun is angled yeah. and it's all like standing man range. And you it's and I were just people- like, wait for the bolts to run out. I, I know because they're finite. Yeah. And I mean, Harvey was already crouched down, which it made my heart stop. But he was already crouched down. I'm like, I'm braced for them to kill Harvey. If you are in a safe, me. if you are in a safe spot, wait it there. out. It it has to run out eventually. Now, if they were just completely just Ricochet. randomly shooting and it was going everywhere, then yeah, let's stop the guns. But they were just a a direct pattern, and they were overlap. Like I don't know. I just yeah. I know we had a yeah. Anyway, we had issues with this. Yeah. Um, so of well, course, because we're looking at it as an RPG. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just let them run just out of ammo. Have, just let them run out of ammo. I mean, we've played Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Jim, here's the shots and, uh, Oswald is going to send another team in and they're like, uh, no, Jim grabs a gun and runs in. Um, of course he does because husband, because husband isn't mm-hmm. there. Um, so this is when, uh, cause the headhunters in there with them and he tries to shoot one of the guns, but he's wounded. Oh, um, he gets a nice. I think it's a nice meaty shot to his leg or his arm or one of those. Um, so Harvey and Har- hit in the head. Oh, was it like a graze or something? Oh, okay. Oh, it was one of his eyes, wasn't it? Later, I don't remember. It's, we'll see later. Uh, Harvey and Harper run over and they are able to get Patel because Patel was chained to the to the floor. Mm-hmm. They're able to get the chain off. Um, and Jim shoots one of the guns. He's able to get the headhunter to safety. Which was nice. He didn't have to And do he's that. got like a grenade launcher. and He's he, got something. He takes out the other gun. And so we go back to the GCPD and um, Oswald is blaming Harvey to the press because he gave the orders to, get, to, yeah. to go in. And you're just like, again, why? 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 And so Jim comes in and the press just covers him up. And Jim... Talks directly to Professor Pig, and he's like, uh, listen, GCPD, we're going to take you down. And uh, the cops seem to have a uh, respect for Jim now um, as he walks by. And so Jim goes to Harvey's office, and we find out that Patel is actually going to make it. And Harvey's like, I'm just the guy that shot a cop. You're the hero. Um, and this is when uh, Pig calls Jim, tells him that he was great. And he's like, I see, I see what you did there, um, and what you want to do. And uh, Jim's like, I'll find you. And he's like, Oh, I want to thank you in the flesh. And he's he said that what Jim said gave him an idea for his next plot. Jim is gonna be his muse. And you're like, Okay, buddy. Um, and this is when we see him uh, talking to Jim, and he's he's removing the Fazoli makeup. And we actually get a look at the actor for the first time. Yeah. Um, and so, like, man, his voices are pretty fucking good. He is good. I really like his Professor was, Pig voice. Yeah, it was really good. I enjoy I enjoy the pig. Yeah, I do too. I just think there's a lot like of other shops. Sh- <laughs> there's just a lot pork. of... And oh. bacon. Ooh, 
bacon. bacon. There's just a lot of other bad shit going on around this storyline. Yeah. Um, but I think Pig himself is interesting. Um, so we go to Oswald, and he goes to the Iceberg Lounge, and uh, with, he's there with Headhunter. So yeah, because he's like holding a thing to his head. Yeah, I think I think like this or yeah. something. Yeah. And Headhunter's like Jim was right. And Oswald fucking loses it because it's been a while since he's had lunch and he's pretty hangry and he just fucking stabs him. Well, this is, we figured this is why, uh, Victor was not involved. Victor was, is sir not appearing in this film because of this right here. Yeah. Cause they're not going to kill fucking Victor's ass. And again, if you involve Victor too much, you're going to have to explain why he's so freaking good at his job, but he also is incompetent enough to let people like Jim get away. Yeah. So. Whatever. Um, so we go to Grace and she tells Bruce that she always knew there was another side to him. And, uh, and he's like, yeah, it's great. And he kisses her and it's gross. Did she know the first side? No. And see, that's the thing. Like, I didn't get the impression that any of these kids were close to him even when no. he went to normal school and his parents no. were alive. No. So, like, that's why it's been really hard for me to, I think, connect with that. Because it all seems like bullshit. And then we see this really shitty montage of Bruce just fucking getting trashed. He's spraying champagne all over the place. He's buying the whole club drinks. And I'm like, that baby is going to have the worst hangover. So bad. I mean, is he hydrating? No. I don't think so. I don't think he's hydrating. No, he's really I feel not. bad for him, but also, this is terrible. Um, yeah. And all I can think of is Alfred's reaction to this. Yeah, but... Uh, I get where Bruce is coming from. Yeah. He's, um, he's trying to self-medicate it away. He is. He's trying to get himself out of his head. Yeah. Um, and this is so far from what he's been doing. It this is. This is the playboy it is. persona of Bruce Wayne. That's absolutely true. He's, <clears throat> and you, cause you, there's a pause. <clears throat> They've got that overhead scene and there's, um, Goodness, there's a that he pauses for a second, and you can see him trying to sink back into his mind. Yeah, and and then and he, he doesn't just let goes it. back to the head banging and and totally being out of control, which is kind of cathartic in a way. Which so to, self-destructive to, a, to a point, it can be really cathartic. But yeah, he's being he's taking it to a self-destructive place. Yeah, um, because I recognize myself in that. Yeah, yeah. So it's I'm like oh. I know where he's at. I know where yeah. he's at. And it's not a good place. No, and because it's not solving anything either. No, it's not. But that's where they're taking his character. And it's it's a really dark place. Yeah. And David's playing it well, though. He is. I just, I don't like these rando friends. No. I feel like he could have found this. He could have done it by himself. Yeah. It would have yeah. made more sense. Or show up with Selena. Or, um. Because I feel like he could have done the rich kid in an adult world where a lot of adults are not going to tell him no. True. So I feel true. like he could have rolled up somewhere. And like you said, uh, I don't think Selena would have condoned it. Honestly, but Selena would have taken him to a party. Yes. See, that would have been an, an that would easier have gotten introduction. Him yeah. Then just, yeah. These and people. then he, he, then he lose control, not yeah. at her bequest, but yeah. Yeah. She led him to it. Just, it. it felt forced on that. Oh, I agree. But yeah, you're right. It's pretty fucking dark. It's darker than I thought. Yeah. Um, before I get to the final scene, I did want to mention before I freaking forget uh, that Alexander Siddig was credited for this episode on the credits. He was. 
very confused by that. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah, I don't know what what's up with that. So, yeah. Because I kept expecting, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we go to our final scene where uh, Harper thanks Jim because he saved her life, too. And uh, we see this cop bring in a licensed criminal. And one of the detectives, uh, he grabs the license, he tears it up, and he's like, we're not taking these anymore. And he, and he, you know, gives Jim a very significant look. Yeah, this is a cop that kind of, that, that actively spoke out against Jim earlier. Mm-hmm. And, um, they, uh, Jim looks back at Harvey and he just kind of walks away. And so, again, we get more power struggle at the GCPD. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I feel, my, I think my main problem with this is I feel like that Jim has either shame and or inspired this group Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Over and over, because yeah. we get these rally moments where the cops are like, "Yes, we're going to be good and virtuous," and then they just sink back into whatever bullshit. So I feel like this has happened before. If this had been the first time, this would be a big breakthrough. But I feel like we've gotten these moments before, and it's shame inspirational, like yeah, shame inspiration. I don't know. I just I feel like again, it's just. Like a revolving door and the thing's going to change. So if that was their intent uh, with Gotham to make you feel kind of like, nothing's ever going to change, then good job. But it also just feels like kind of crappy writing. It's uh, circular writing. Yeah. Which never really turns out well. Right. So that's the end of our episode. We did finally get a look at Professor Pig. So there's that. And I'm happy about that. Yeah, so uh, I was right about there, be, there it being a multi-story. I yeah. wonder if this is going to be our mid-season finale, fi- uh, cliffhanger finale. I, I would think so because we've only got like uh, well, we don't know, but yeah. we're coming up on Thanksgiving. Eleven break. is all that's out there as far as the season on IMDb. Uh, there's twelve on Wikipedia. Okay, but it's still iffy. We don't know when the mid-season break is right, um, and we won't know until like two weeks out, probably. Yeah. Really when they do the whole oh, two more weeks two of more Gotham, weeks. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and even then, who knows? So, like, I just, I don't know that I can take much more of angsty emo Bruce. I think that's going to get pretty old pretty soon. I hope it doesn't last much longer. Yeah, and again, I feel like of all the things that to push him into this spiral, it shouldn't have been Rachel Ghoul. I feel like even the virus and all that other shit would have been more destructive to him. Okay. But whatever. Well, we're dealing with it. We'll we'll just have to see what happens. Yeah. So we have feedback, correct? We do. And I'm going to start with Kim because I always end with Kim. Right. Because she just emails us on a different platform. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to start with her this time. Okay. Because okay. I feel that way. Okay. Do, do it. She says, for me... This episode encapsulated everything that is wrong with Gotham and showed why the show might have been doomed to become what it is from the very beginning. Okay. You start with showrunners who obsessed with the Jim Gordon character to the point where they were literally destroy the very narrative of Batman that made Jim the man they seemed to admire so. Yeah. They follow that by miscasting Ben McKenzie in the role. Now, I love Southland, which McKenzie starred in, so I know he is capable both as an actor and at creating a likable character. But every actor isn't for every role. For yeah. example, I love Taraja P. Henson in everything she does, but I doubt she could have brought the role 
of Annalise Keating to life on how to get away with murder the way Viola Davis does. Yeah, Traji P. Henson, she was in, uh, she was the main character in, um, Hidden Figures. Okay. Uh, we love her. She's, okay. she's amazing. Okay, we do. But she would have uh, been miscast in that role. I see that. Time and time again, we have seen the show destroy the Batman lore in an effort to compensate for the fact that something is terribly wrong with the heart of the show. This episode merely served to highlight this fact. Harvey Bullock is canonically a less than reputable character, so on the surface, it seems as if the show is being historically accurate with his current return to the dark side. However, what we see taking place smacks of what we have gotten all along, the propping of Jim Gordon at the expense of everyone else, everyone and everything else. Yeah. Turning Harvey into a character we are supposed to dislike after making Jim his personal savior, yet another propping move, does not make me like Jim more. It only serves to make me like Harvey less. Yeah. And I don't want to. I've already invested a lot of time in Harvey. I love Harvey. And I want to like him. I want... I mean, they've made me want to like him. If they kill him off, they better make it a good death. Oh, yeah. You, it better you've be been noble. waiting for that. I'm braced for it. Yeah. Because I think he is dead in the comics. I'm not. Oh. Am I wrong about that? Well, I just look at. He's mm-hmm. not like in like modern. Oh, is he not? Have, I'll look it up later. Yeah. But for some reason, I, I th- I'm thinking that I could be wrong. Anyway, uh, Mackenzie was miscast, but he's an actor we have in the role. Perhaps uh, instead of creating a show where literally every character has morphed into some version of an awful and yet another effort to shove the Jim is awesome down viewers' throats, the show should focus on a cohesive and not painfully obvious narrative. Because who didn't see the reveal that the cop Jim saved was actually Pig and that Harvey was going to kill the cop he went rushing in to save so that Jim could emerge as the hero coming from a mile away? Yeah. I mean, literally every character in Jim's storyline this week, from the delivery guys to Harvey to Penguin, were made to look look like incompetent, corrupt morons to sell viewers on the now completely unbelievable, given all that we have seen of Jim being the epitome of ain't shit for four seasons, narrative that Jim is the one person who is above repro- reproach and guided by the moral compass the rest of Gotham needs to guide them. Yeah, except for he's not. Even, even in this show, he hasn't been. That's the frustrating part. Mm-hmm. Uh, this foolishness kept me from enjoying the ladies and Alfred and Bruce because their scenes were interspersed with the above-noted nonsense. Looking forward to the cast because maybe you can put a pin in this that will help diminish the bad taste this episode has left in my mouth. I am sorry to disappoint you. Yeah, I don't think I can do that. I really am. I wish Just I could make it better. Just replay the Thai food thing over and over and over again and maybe you can forget. Drink. Yeah. Drink to forget. Do like Bruce and drink to forget. Drink Kids to forget. don't do that. Um, this is from Greg. Okay. Who would like to respectfully disagree with a comment I made about hate watching. And, okay. Okay. Uh, you can believe what you want, but mm-hmm. I don't like this show. Yeah. So it's ju- it's getting real difficult. It's getting worse every every time I watch it. It um, is, and I see the bones of a good show, and it's just. They like to Kim's point. They kind of piss on all the stuff that's good and canon. And yeah, well, I mean, not, I don't even care if it's not canon. It's not good writing. And my, yeah, exactly. My cat would like her opinion heard. Oh my god, she's howling from the. You other hear room. her? She's fine. Don't yeah. Don't let that sound disturb you. She's yeah. fine. She's just yowly. Um, I'm gonna let him have his piece. Okay. Says it's more like raising a rebellious teenager in a family with great traditions. You love the kid that's part of your family, Batman. You wish they weren't making all the mistakes that you, they were making. However, you know you actually you can't actually stop it. It would feel wrong of you to turn your back on it, and you know that P- 
has the potential to do great things. Where I disagree with you is that I don't think this has the potential. Not anymore. I I no longer believe there's any potential. Well, and I don't think that there there's anybody that's going to take the potential. No. Bruno Heller has been involved. Has been in charge this whole time. It's not like they've had a a change up a of rocky showrunner. Show I just I don't think they're going to go the more interesting route. I think they're going to go down the road they're going. Uh, but week after week, the child continues to make decisions that you would prefer the child wouldn't make that seem to take it further, further away from a tradition that has proven to be successful. Ergo, we are left disappointed. Yeah. Um, okay. Then we just have to disagree because yeah. I don't see the potential in this show at all. Anyway. I see um, that it ha- Again, I see that it has it. I just don't think that they're I mean, interested in. And if Greg feels that way, Greg is yeah. absolutely allowed to feel that way. Totally cool with that. I just don't agree. Yeah. Anyway, uh, leads us to this week's episode. Justice Boner or not, Jim was good this episode. You're the only person who's written in that liked him. Yeah. Uh, His character made good decisions, told the truth, kicked ass, saved lives, and did not hold over Harvey's head the many bad decisions he made. Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. He said this, I I will have to clean up your mess. That line just felt really cold to me. Yeah. And Gordon seems to be winning back the GCPD. Again. He had no scenes with Sophia, Leslie, or Barbara. That is a plus. Okay, that is a plus. That is a plus. The one time he got duped by Professor Pig in the ambulance, I feel like we probably all got duped, which shows, which is how shows should be written. I really wasn't even paying that much attention to the guy. But we weren't supposed to. No. But see, looking back on it, we do know. So, yeah, we're like, Jim's a dumbass. But yeah. did we know that that was him either? No, we didn't. I, I didn't. I didn't know. It's fine. Uh, my favorite penguin moment of the season is him killing Headhunter. It's been a while since Penguin killed anybody. With his own hands, yeah. Yeah, with, yeah. I mean, himself. Yeah. I mean, give him a sandwich and a sweater. It's been a while. It, it has. It has. He said, I saw it coming, but I approve. As a black man, that character was fucking embarrassing and annoying. Oh, he was terrible. His voice was stupid. His hair was stupid. His costume was stupid. He was stupid. I know it's comic book fodder, but fuck that. He oh he did the he did the like the bad superhero voice where it's like ha ha no no blind citizen. I I didn't like it. Yeah, I would rather this show be all white people and good than racially diverse and absurd. I could go on and on about that. That's topic for another day. Uh, Sophia's small scene in this episode was as good as Barbara and Harvey's small scenes were intriguing in a recent episode. She keeps telling Oswald why he isn't a good enough mobster to run Gotham yet and why she's going to usurp him and he's just not listening because of his ego. She's absolutely... So ego. <laughs> he's absolutely right. She's absolutely right. You can't be leader of the underworld if you make sure every move you make is known to the general public, yeah. especially your fa- failures and shortcomings. I know he keeps bringing the press with him. I know, and that's the thing. Like, not everything Falcone did was a, was I'm sure was a win, but not he didn't like bring the entire city along with him to make to make that decision and to watch as he either failed or triumphed. Yeah. Uh, the fact that she hits him over the head really hard once an episode instead of constantly beating him over the head with his blunders makes her seem even more brilliant. I like the way she gangsters. Okay. We haven't actually seen her do crime. No, but we yet. see her influence. Yeah. Although it was kind of cliche, a tiny corny and pretty predictable. I don't care. Uh, we got Tabby Babby Cat back. Yes. That being said, as happy as I am that Babs came and helped them, I kind of want 
want to know how Tabitha and Selena were going to get out of that situation without Barbara's help. Skylight. Uh, Tabs was going to get that Tommy gun look in her eyes again. Uh, speaking of the cliche, the leader of the biker gang's episode was also the leader of the biker gang in Daredevil season two. Oh. Uh, in the famous hallway fight versus the dogs of hell. I knew that guy looked familiar. Well, there you go. Okay. Finally, young Bruce Wayne. My favorite part was his psychopathic daydream beatdown of that kid Brant's face like the Riddler had of stabbing Penguin last season. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, I approved of that response. That kid was terrible. But he didn't actually do it. That was... I know. Yeah. I like the way they film and edit the daydream sequences. I was both relieved and disappointed when I found out it was just his imagination. Then, after that, Master Bruce got loose, throwing shade to young douchebag Brant, buying real estate all willy-nilly, making out with Silver 2.0. Thank you. Popping bottles on the dance floor. That's the Bruce Wayne I want to see in between beating up bad guys and solving mysteries. Oh, but it's such a bad place. See, but, like, I don't mind seeing it when it's a show. Oh, yeah. But it hurts when it's him actually acting that way to try to make himself feel better. That's when it hurts me. Because it's bad coping. Uh, Poor Harvey. I feel like the backlash of these last few episodes are going to be way worse than it should be on him. Or at least way worse than any consequences Gordon has received for his bad decisions. Yeah. I think they're paving the path for Harvey to come down and Jim to take captain. Yeah. Because it's got to happen eventually. I think so. Uh, Professor Pig is a Trixie's Little Hobbitses and shows favoritism. He does. Uh, says, Queenie, you didn't have to endure Grundy this episode, but I think that's going to be short-lived. Yeah. Uh, we were all spared Leslie Tompkins this episode, but again, going to be short-lived. Uh, we got the Gotham Sirens equivalent of the hero pose. <gasps> I loved it. I do love me a hero walk. Uh, as concise as this episode was, it looks like they're going to throw all the crazies back in for next week. Yeah. Uh, P.S. I saw Ragnarok this week, and yes, send us feedback. Yep. Do it, do it, do it. Uh, oh, he did. Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah. All right. uh, Last one. This is from Chris. Okay. Well, that could have gone better. (laughs) They gave us an episode which could have been a really good one. It just wasn't. There were really good bits and pieces in it, but by and large, it felt incoherent, plot holy, and some parts just uninspired. Yeah. It wasn't as bad as episode five, which stays the worst, but it was worse than episode six. Honestly, don't know what to do with this, and that means I need to talk, so this could be a long one. Okay. So, biggest plus at the beginning, we didn't have to waste any time with that stupid Fight Club storyline, which was great, and I missed nothing of it. We had three storylines, again, which seems unnecessary for Gotham, so they always can have one in which does not interest me at all. Yeah. We had Babs, Tabby, and Selena back, finally. And that got better towards the end. We had also a glimpse of Alfred and a bit more of Bruce, but that did not seem very inspired writing. And I have the uncanny feeling that Jim is on his way to a promotion aided and abetted by Professor Pig, who gave a stellar performance and a decent storyline. Yeah, I really like him. I hope that they don't con- they don't ruin him. Storyline one. Okay. The ladies are back in business. Woo woo. That was quite fun. But it could have been better if they hadn't given the storyline more time in the episode. I thought Barb Agul acted a bit weird, but saving her saving the day at the end was great. I like Selena's new shiny outfit and mask, but, and it's great to see her development, but there is still a bit to go until she becomes Catwoman, because Catwoman would have clawed her way out of the warehouse with ease. I just didn't see the peril. Just a little bit of peril? And just, and just a little bit of peril. No, I just, I like, 
again, I kept going, go up. I, there's like four bikers there. You can't climb these racks and like get out when they're not looking. You're supposed to be a fucking cat burglar. I know. She'll get there. Her shadowy wasn't high enough. But for, but for Selena at this point, calling Tabby and telling her to come and get her and tell her she's stupid afterwards and not doing something dumb seemed fitting. I had the impression they spoiled Barb's big entry in the discussion with Tabby, but the little fight was done well in the last scene when Babs told him there was a shipment coming and they left together. That was such a badass Kill Bill moment. Gotham got me cheering for once. Definitely the best scene of this episode. Cool, cool. Storyline number two. Angry Bruce and the impression that the writers had no idea they should be doing with them. I think that subtitle sums it up for me. I really... I didn't really care about the storyline because I got the impression we only got Bruce and Alfred because of contractual obligations. <laughs> Probably. So we got some guilt and emotional issues. I was, of course, played nicely between Alfred and Bruce as usual, but there was not really much to play. We didn't even get an explanation for their absence in the last episodes and the time which passed in these episodes. Yeah, timeline, you just got to let that go. Yeah. Uh, Bruce buying slash owning the clump was a great nod to the Nolan movies, but that was all. See, it's it's real confusing. Yeah. Did he buy it? Did he own it? I don't. Yeah. Otherwise, I wasn't really interested in the storyline and fast forwarded through it on my second watch. If I want to watch some rich brats with issues, I'll do a rewatch of Gossip Girl. <laughs> Why did you watch that? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and they so messed up the end, I wanted to scream out loud the last scene of the storyline, which was really great directing and editing with Bruce parting. The music fades out. It's made clear that it's just to forget about his problems, but it does not work. Yeah. It would have been such a superb, gripping final scene for this episode if it had been followed by the credits, but of course it wasn't. Yeah. So it was nice to watch and wasted so much potential. Storyline three. Dangerously overreacting in the Narrows. <laughs> The Professor Pig storyline covered most of this episode, and for once it seemed they knew what they were doing when starting this arc. Uh, I'm just not sure if they really liked that. Harvey was back with a bandage at his throat. He swallowed so much pills and alcohol, but this doesn't bode well. I had the impression that Jim, for once, was setting on a track to get a promotion by doing stupidly heroic things, yeah. but with the right intentions and not pissing off all the other cops at the same time. He had a moment of insight with Pig in the ambulance and got a witty dressing down by Penguin, who himself got one by Sophia. Yep. At least Jim did not do things so stupid that he had me rolling my eyes all of the time wanting to punch him in the face. That is an improvement. That is. I mean, like, it is. it's not the worst Jim could be, but it's just frustrating. Just the whole thing is frustrating. It is. Uh, involving Penguin in this and failing as predicted by Sophia was a good idea. And the little we got to see... And Here of Pig was a great performance. They had some creative ideas, good ones. Like that fun moment with the pig heads at the beginning and the setup with the big Gatling guns instead of the usual bomb. And also very bad ones, like Mr. Headhunter. If that should have been comic relief, it went horribly wrong. I just couldn't cope with him and his gorillas. And that last scene with the licenses, that was a weak end for this episode. I just would like to point out that the guy with the eye patch, he got my attention. <laughs> I have a very specific type, though. So Yeah, you do. But the plot holes. There are so many plot holes in the storyline. Like, 45 cops, for example. Seriously? 45 cops in that precinct. And what about the other precincts we've never heard of until this episode? Yeah. And that day-slash-night shift between to scenes that was a fast sunset for a call to Gotham General. 
I, yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. That was just stupid. And how does nobody get to identify that cop which Pig impersonated? If you only had 44 colleagues, and what? Did nobody check if he was seriously injured before being sent to the hospital? That did not make any sense at so many points. Yeah. yeah. No. So to sum it up, two out of five glasses of Bellini made from a can for this episode. <laughs> Bless you. This is the best part of his emails. I know. I love it. It really is. I love it. I wanted to give it 1.5, but in the rewatch, I found it worthy of another 0.5 points. That's really disappointing score for me because I felt it could have easily been a really, really good and interesting episode. There was so much wasted potential. Why do you do this, Gotham? I know. Thoughts for pudding and questions. What happened to Lucius Fox? That's a good fucking question. I think he's locked in the Batcave. Oh, my God. I think he's back to being locked in the Batcave. I feel like they can't have Lucius in it too much because he's smart. And he'd cut through a lot of this <laughs> bullshittery. <laughs> Fuck this shit. Yeah. Uh, that weapon shop set looks so good. I could have a complete episode in the set. Executing that gang member with the motorbike was quite something. And bloody. Yeah, it was. No Zaz this episode, but at least his absence was explained. Yes. How do I get to miss Victor Zaz? Gotham does weird things. I know, right? Uh, I didn't get that weird kid in the orphanage scene with Sophia and Pingy. Why did she stand there looking weird? I, I just... Because why, children. Why would you ever want Penguin in your orphanage? You don't. Because I'm assuming Sophia... Okay, because that's the thing. The Falcone family, I get at least a, at least some of it is genuine. It's, yeah. I really feel like Carmine wanted to make Gotham better in his own weird way. He did. And Gotham he had was, a code. Uh, when, when Carmine was running Gotham, it was way better. Yeah, and like he had a code and... So I don't feel like the orphanage thing was complete. I don't think it's complete cover for Sophia. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that she would have fucking Oswald Cobblepot, King of the Underworld, around these orphans feels just so wrong. Yeah. I feel like it was just there because they're like, oh, this would be awkward and weird. And it's like, that's not good. And that's not a good enough reason to do it. So, yeah. Um, Sorry. No, it's fine. We're almost Tangent. done. It was almost done. There was enough hate watching for this week. Yes, I'm definitely hate watching it, but there's enough fun in it not to give it up. Yeah. Thank you for supporting Gotham hate watching <laughs> and making it more fun than the show itself. Yeah. Aw, that was sweet. Yeah. I mean, it's just frustrating. It is. But it I, helps to to why, have a forum to bitch about it. Why can't I quit you? I, it also helps to hear that there are other people struggling with it. And it's not just us. No. So, yeah. It's fine. It's fine. And that's all our feedback. Um, the next episode is literally called Stop Hitting Yourself. So, I don't fucking know. I, my, I don't even the, know. My expectation bar is pretty low right now. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, it's, who it's knows where we'll be next Thursday. Know. We we might be screaming, crying, not for great reasons, but, you know, you can scream and cry at us. Yeah. So do you have anything else? That's it. All right. I don't have anything else. So thank you for listening, guys. Thanks.